Welcome to this podcast episode. This special eSports in Education mini-series is brought to you by Angela Fairs of Full Circle Education Consultancy and BET. Get ready for the ultimate EdTech experience at BET 2023. The world's largest EdTech show is back and better than ever from 29th to 31st of March 2023 at Excel London. With over 600 cutting-edge solution providers and the new groundbreaking Connect at BET meetings program, you'll have endless opportunities for connection and collaboration. Let's get into this podcast episode right now. Hello and welcome to this mini-series of The Eduvators. We're working together with BET to tell you a little bit more about the esports industry in education. So we have um, three amazing speakers lined up in these episodes. And my first one, I'm delighted to welcome Irfan Latif, who's the principal of DLD College in London. Irfan, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Angela. How are you today? Great, and it's uh, it's fantastic to be here and to be talking to colleagues uh, at BET about the uh, the innovative things that we're doing here and within other schools uh, in terms of meeting the needs of the 21st century learner. Great, and um, just in case people don't know about DLD, and I'm, I'm sure most people do, you're an independent multi-award winning school in London. You're boarding school of the year and independent school of the year in Tatler Schools 2022 and 2023. And the Good Schools Guide 2022 described DLD as one of the most unique and exciting schools in Britain. So on that note, I'm going to jump straight in as we're going to keep these podcasts nice and tight. Can you tell me a little bit about why you as a a senior leader decided to introduce esports to DLD? DLD is very different to your traditional uh, boarding and day schools here in the capital and beyond. Uh, and we wanted to do something different uh, and we met the needs of learners coming through to us within the school. So we've been looking at our generational studies. Uh, we've looked at uh, what was the curriculum fit for for Generation Y, i.e. your millennials, Generation Z now, who are now coming through and are doing their GCSEs and A-levels. Uh, and now we've got Generation Alpha, which will be coming into Year 9, and we start our Year 9 cohort in September 2023. So we we're looking at how does Year 9, or how do Year 9 learn, and what's the type of pedagogy for them? They're the first generation to be born entirely in the 21st century. 2.8 million Generation Alpha kids are born each day. It is a huge generation. And it's looking at ways in which we can uh, meet their needs, both from an educational point of view, but also from a well-being and mental health point of view. They are wedded to their screen. So how do we go about ensuring that we uh, have some balance there, uh, both from a safety point of view, uh, but also from a, from a well-being point of view? Uh, so we've been looking at ways in which we can facilitate that uh, and supporting parents as well uh, in that journey. Uh, I too have a Generation Alpha at home, uh, so it's uh, in my best interest to make sure that whatever I practice, I also uh, whatever I preach, I also practice uh, as well. But we felt that uh, looking at the jobs that are coming up now, going into the future, uh, where Generation Alpha will probably make about by 2030 11% uh, of the workforce. Uh, we need to look at some of the uh, the jobs that are being visualised uh, for the future. Things like your drone pilots, your data analysts, your um, space tourism people. So we need to look at ways in which we can now uh, assess and um, equip our kids with the skills that they're going to need in order to make sure that they can do those jobs. 
especially now that most of the work is done in the cloud. So we need people to be cloud operators. We need people to be UX managers. I thought that was a football team. UX is actually user <laughs> experience. Uh, so what, you know, what are our subjects doing in terms of allowing our students to develop those skills going forward? I was uh, a proponent of the uh, O-levels and A-levels. Uh, and of course, GCSEs now have been around for some 30 plus years. And personally, I feel they've come to an end uh, and we need a new type of uh, assessment framework in order to assess Generation Alpha and of course, Generation Beta uh, coming through now. Because although it was a content-rich curriculum, I think what we need to move towards now is a skills-rich curriculum. And one of the reasons why we then did a curriculum reform at Key Stage 4 was to enable those skills to be embedded uh, within that. So our Key Stage 4 program now is called Key Stage More because although we do offer the traditional GCSE diet, we also offer a, a mixture of GCSEs and BTECs. Uh, and those BTECs include things like sports, performing arts, business enterprise. And what I'm really excited about is eSports. And I know you're a big fan, Angela, of esports. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to stay objective, but um, <laughs> I've seen, I've seen how my daughter has kind of got success in her career in esports in the states, and and how it can be a route to success for so many students who just are not engaged in that traditional kind of GCSE A level world. I came and visited you in a, and visited your esports studio, which is a fantastic room with your esports set up in there how easy was it to you know the practical side and, and to kind of bring esports to life at dld well first we had to do a business plan and a uh, sort of pedagogical study you know why was it useful uh, to have something like esports at a place like uh, dld which was very different as i said to your very traditional uh, schools here in the capital so we went to the governors and we spoke to governors we told them what the benefits are and having done the study, they were very, very keen for us to um, to really lead on this. Uh, and we're one of very few schools uh, in the country, independent schools, to be running uh, an esports program in London. Uh, and so we dedicated a room to that and repurposed it. Uh, and one of our uh, teachers put himself forward, uh, Max, as you know, uh, and is now our esports coordinator and has been working with the uh, College of Esports, in particular Professor Bobby Fletcher, uh, the University of Staffordshire, University of Northampton, all of whom offer uh, degrees now, uh, bachelor's degrees in esports, uh, and he has been, uh, you know, instrumental in us bringing this to the fore. Uh, and the real furore around uh, esports, in terms of what it can benefit, and uh, the amount of kids now who are subscribe to the course. It's one of our most popular after-school activities, which I'm sure everyone can understand why. But the, the benefits are, are immense. Uh, you know, for us, it's all about inclusion. And, uh, you know, you visited yeah. uh, DLD College uh, London mm. a, a few months ago, and, and it was all about diversity and inclusion. And from mm. our mission statement, it was all about, um, you know, creating the next generation or developing the next generation of leaders uh, for them to take their place in a challenging and diverse world. And for me, diversity is about, yes, the, the people that we rub shoulders with in, in and around college, where, wherever they're from, uh, different backgrounds, religions, faiths, etc., but also diversity in curriculum. And uh, for me, I felt that GCSEs and A-levels a uh, wasn't a one-size-fits-all. Uh, and we do have uh, a variety of learners and for us neurodiversity, uh, SEN in, in old language, neurodiversity is, is key in, in ensuring that we appreciate and understand uh, that neurodiversity is the bedrock 
uh, of education and if we understand how students learn uh, we can then give them a fantastic experience at our school. So we felt that uh, esports was a much more inclusive uh, subject uh, and the mm. sort of skills that it started to develop going forward um, you know, is going to help those kids going forward in terms of uh, the, the jobs that they can apply for uh, in the future. So yes, apart from you know, developing resilience and character mm. development, which all subjects do, it was looking at things like problem solving, critical thinking, decision making, multitasking, mm -hmm. uh, perceptual and cognitive skills, developing their leadership skills, basic visual processing and execution function, all those sort yeah. of things they can develop from, from eSports. And that for us increased their engagement with STEM. Uh, there was that sort of strategy skill development as well, which was important, player socialization, and then the more pragmatic skills in terms of competitive gaming, mm. uh, event marketing, hosting, broadcasting, event management, looking at uh, digital marketing and uh, managing your online communities, that's going to be absolutely huge. And we felt that esports ticked the boxes for, the, for that particular area. Because we've got to remember, esports is not just about sitting in front of a computer screen and playing games, which is what yeah. some of our parents, some of our teachers said. And I know mm. some of our educational leaders will, will think that as well. But if it's properly, properly managed, it can work wonders. Uh, and for us, it's about building an ecosystem. And that ecosystem where those skills then will then tailor into other areas, uh, as we talked about, you know, event management and streaming and hosting and broadcasting. I don't know how to do those things. But yep. now that's exactly what this is happening. You know, it's being broadcast, it's being hosted, it's being streamed, uh, all yep. those sort of skills which are needed in order to make sure that those sort of things take place. And, you know, the pandemic exacerbated that to a certain extent. And we've had to look and see what were the positives from the pandemic from a pedagogical point of view uh, and embed that now into our curriculum. And I have to say, I found when I came in and I had a look and talked to some of the, the students who are on the team, your esports team, and also on the BTEC course. One had recently transferred from, from another school and was kind of disengaged with, with his academics and said that what esports has done for him is it's given him a, a passion again for learning. So not only has it helped him, you know, re-engage, but it's also all the rest of his subjects are now doing really well and he was just saying it's just the best thing that's ever happened and everybody should do it so <laughs> I mean it, it was great and I know Max um, Copley who's your head of esports is going to be speaking at BET so it'll be great for everybody to kind of get along and see him and ask questions and see what you're you're really doing from my point of view I could only see success when I walked into that room and the feeling of positivity was incredible and you know how often do we want to have that in our schools that buzz and that energy and and you were saying there's success routes through to university now so some universities are doing esports and marketing esports and international business so if you're looking at the the university entrant points there there are universities now who are doing that and of course it's really big in the states and has been for some time so there's always that option as well so are you open to visits from other schools and if they want to come and have a look around and see what you're doing and have a chat with you? Of course, we're always in the business of sharing good practice. Uh, at the end of the day, it's all about the outcomes for our pupils. So um, I'm very, very happy to work with other institutions, uh, other schools uh, in order to show them, you know, this is, this is the future. And you mentioned, I know most heads are also like we all are concerned about parental feedback and, and how parents buy into new initiatives. Initially, you said they're a little bit kind of unsure how is that going now have you had feedback from them very positive feedback especially from the kids who are doing uh, the subjects you know as you said there's been an increase in engagement mm -hmm. uh, kids are keen and there's balance as well they're continuing with their other subjects uh, and so 
you know, it, all, it is about creating that culture there uh, at the school and uh, ensuring that the values too uh, are understood by our students and our parents. Uh, and I've been really, really pleased with, uh, with what, those, uh, what those kids are doing. I mean, for me, when I do my learning walks, I walk around the school. Uh, and one afternoon, I uh, pop my head around. Uh, I, the footballers were down at the pitch, uh, practicing for their match that was taking place after school. And I walked into the eSports lab and um, I asked the students what they were doing. And they said they were practicing for their next match. Uh-huh. And I thought, there is inclusion, you know. Yep. There's, you've got one set of students out uh, on the football pitch uh, practicing for their match and you've got another set of students here competitive gaming normally it was down to recreational gaming uh, there's now competitive gaming where they're actually coming together as a team uh, as a group so those social skills are really important as, as is those em empathetic skills yeah. and uh, practicing for their next match and i think um, you know they're, they're in the league of legends and uh, mm -hmm. valorant and at the moment i think they're topping league of legends uh, within the uh, within the london circuit so i'm really really pleased with them Fabulous. That's incredible. And of course, we're all going to be living in this world where we're online and offline moving forward. So having the skills, I remember them talking, they were talking very clearly about their digital presence and the digital footprint and what they should and shouldn't be doing. So all of those skills are going to be invaluable moving forward in our 21st century world. So Irfan, thank you so much for your time. A quick introduction to all of our listeners to esports in education. And are you going to bet? Will you be there? Yes, I'll be there and uh, I look forward to seeing you and uh, colleagues there. And I'll also be doing a, a talk there about uh, safeguarding in the digital sphere. Brilliant. Great. Well, I look forward to seeing you there and to seeing Max there as well. Thank you so much. Erfanity from DLD College London. Thank you very much, Angela. Thank you. So that was Angela Fares of Full Circle Education Consultancy and BET. Don't miss out on the biggest and best BET ever. Join global leaders in education technology, renowned edtech brands and visionary startups at Excel London for three days of inspiring content, product discovery and networking. Get your free ticket now. Register at betshow.com.